Although Kroenke, you're still an you're still an asshole. Watching Robert, that was another thing. Watching Roger Goodell have to give the trophy to Kroenke was so awkward. It's oh yeah, so fuck funny. Stan Kroenke. Go go Arsenal. <laughs> it's like you know, you almost cost us billions of dollars, but here you go, brother. <laughs> asshole. I'm ill. I'm ill. I'm ill. I'm ill. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a beautiful day to discuss other people's excellence. I'm the unforbreadable one himself, Mr. Brett Carroll. Charles is always daydreaming. And we had a pretty excellent Super Bowl to talk about. You know, I mean, I, I wasn't, I don't know if I would put it in like, you know, top five or top 10, but it was pretty solid. It was a pretty good game. Had almost everything that you wanted, action early, action late. There was kind of like a middle period where a lot didn't happen, which kind of, I think, bogged down the game. But other than that, you got See, there's your offensive bias again. It wasn't where nothing didn't happen. There was plenty of happening. The Rams' defense in that second half was shutting it down. The Bengals' offensive line, which held the Rams' defense to one sack in the first half, gave up four, I think, on the first two Bengals' drives of the second half. So when nothing was happening, there was a lot of shit happening. They were just on the defensive side of the ball, uh, specifically the Rams. The Bengals, uh, it's sad because for what was overall a really good performance, man, was Eli Apple the center of everybody's world getting burnt for everybody to see. Once again, you went from the biggest market and everybody over here in the tri-state knew how toast you were, but now the whole world knows. And ouch, he gave up some plays, man. Eli Apple Jersey no longer claims you, bro. Like you turned yourself into the biggest villain in the NFL. And like, if you're going to do that, you better be Darrell Revis. You better be uh, Jalen Ramsey. You can't be on your fourth team because nobody can... Put keep you on the roster for more than a year or two because you keep getting burned in the most crucial situations and still talk shit and still talk shit and, and it's not just him it's his mother you know what I mean like it's just like bro Eli Mrs Apple please we're from Mrs. Jersey Apple. we we want to support you you're from Jersey but you're just you just you're doing too much you're just doing way too much um if I look super duper freaking bright right now it's because I got a brand new camera. Charles will be looking even, I don't even know if Charles needs this camera with his window situation. He's going to be, <laughs> be looking like Jesus <laughs> once he gets his camera. Um, yes, I am Charles. And now we're all daydreaming. Right. We're in my world now. But, you know, it's, it, it was, was a good game. game. It, was a, it was a good game. It was a great game. The stars showed out. My respect level for Cooper Cup <laughs> just through the roof. All-time season. My all-time season from Cooper Cup. I'm super duper happy for Matt Stafford. Um, I was always been a Matt Stafford fan. I don't, you know, he got a lot of hate for not winning more in Detroit. And like I keep trying to explain to people, I understand he had Megatron. I understand he had Donald Kinsu. But this isn't basketball. Just because you have a big three does not mean you're going to win games. Yep. Like, there's 11 guys on one side of football, there's 11 guys on the other side of football. There's 22 starters overall, 53-man roster. Just because you have three all-time great players, because Ndamukong Sue was probably the, the best defensive player of his era besides maybe Revis. Like, just because you have great uh, players doesn't mean you have a good team. And so I love that not only did they win, but they won with Matt Stafford once again coming up with a great drive to go down the field and win the game because despite the fact that they have a, he didn't win much in, in Detroit, he has a shit ton of come from behind wins. He has a shit ton of game winning drives under his belt. Well, it doesn't matter now. He's a Super Bowl champion. So good for him. And it kind of validates his whole time in Detroit where you can look back and say he was that good because it is strange. Me, I'm a Giants fan. You're a Steelers fan. You're a fake Panthers fan. Neither of us are, are, are Lions haters. Like, but before we praise uh, Stafford, the, the guy who won MVP Cup, this season he won the receiving triple crown, won Offensive Player of the Year, won Super Bowl MVP. This is from ESPN Stats and Info. Jerry Rice is the only wide receiver in NFL history to do all of those things in an entire career, and Cup did it in a single season. Mm-hmm. So, so when people are comparing him to Megatron, I want to be the one that, to say, as a Megatron fan, I, I think I'm one of the biggest Megatron fans that is not also a Lions fan, on the planet. And even I can say, guys, it's not an insult. 
Like Cup is, has been that oh, damn way, good. By the way, Matthew Stafford was both of their quarterbacks when they were having their record setting seasons. So again, for all those people that say Matthew Stafford is overrated, he gets his wide receivers paid. Which is just, also weird because if, if okay, if that's him being overrated by the great receivers, like Megatron's weird because he retired. He, he never even blamed he, he never blamed Stafford. Fans blame Stafford. With Cup, there's a direct line between golf to Stafford, and he was good with golf. He was great with Stafford. Like Megatron, you well, could, I'll, I'll give Cup his credit. Cup was great with golf. He's elite, like top three receiver, and he might not be three with Stafford. No, so, he's the top he, receiver. The, 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 he was the top receiver this year. If you're going to yeah. tell the story of the 2021 season, Cup is the best receiver, guys. Like, period. No, there's not. Oh, this hat. No, motherfucker. He won everything there is to win. He got all the stats. He was the best. He, like, even, got a, he even got an MVP vote. So I know that made you feel good that he at least got an MVP vote. <laughs> I like I, I like whenever a, a non-quarterback gets an MVP vote. I also thought Aaron Donald should have been the Super Bowl MVP, but then again, that is my defense bias, and I'm and I'm aware enough to know that is that because well, you know, he 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 was such a presence the entire game. It's hard to discount that by just looking at the stats because Cup only by Cup standards. Let me say that out loud. It, it wasn't that impressive by his own standards. It was a great game by anyone else's standards. If a scrub had to the game that Cup had, that's a great career game in the Super Bowl. But I mean, he caught the game winning. Pass like three times. That's yeah, but it was on Eli Apple, so no one cares. <laughs> he caught the game winning pass three straight times. <laughs> I felt, yeah, my mom doesn't watch sports. Like she jokes that she's been in a relationship with my dad and has two kids. My sister's 40 that love football and she doesn't know anything. It was like, but she sat down yesterday and watched the Super Bowl. And not only was the game good enough to keep her attention. The whole time. She sat there for the halftime show, obviously, but she stayed there watching the game the whole time. And she was, we were all, all the house full of Giants fans cheering for the Bengals, but it was like we were hating on the Rams, you know? And, but my mom was so upset and she kept calling him blue eyes. That blue eyes looked so sad at the end of the game. I can't believe he, he played all this game, got hurt like this, screaming in pain with his knee and he didn't win. That's tough. Those refs, she was blaming the refs. It wasn't. It wasn't the. It wasn't the Rams. It was the refs because that call in the in the in the end zone. I was like, all these years I've been on this planet, my mom's became a Bengals fan in front of my eyes. Like, like where, do we, where do we go wrong? Where did I go wrong, bro? But I had a great time. It could have been the experience that I was just with my parents, my wife, just hanging out, watching the game. But I really do think it was a great game. You said it might not be top 10. I think it's closer to being top 10 than not being top 10. Yeah, that was yeah. a really good game. But it, it, it's, it's easily, I think it's easily like top 20, maybe even top 15 for sure. I, I, I think you would have a hard time actually finding a better start to finish game than that one. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why like, it could be top five because just because kickoff to end great game it, it, it was over with only 30 seconds left on the clock that's a good football game and, and also to cap off the legendary playoffs we had in 2021 2022 this has been an all-time great playoffs absolutely that's I, yeah this is top all-time playoff, playoff i don't think we've had this fun of a playoffs since our in between sometime in between 2012 and 2015 when there was just this run of great football from the AFC and the NFC. If you think about it, the entire playoffs, there was probably only two quote-unquote bad games, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, and uh, Rams, uh, Cardinals. And yeah, those were the only forgettable games. Yeah, and, and they were both in the wild card round, which is what you want, right? That's usually what happens in the wild card round. So, you know, it's, it's – What a good – what a good – couple weeks we've had in football it's hard like that's what when you were saying what we're going to talk about i really was kind of like i get the game and you know whatever because it was that good of a game there's not drama coming out of it i'm glad uh joe burrow isn't hurt because when he grabbed his knee the whole world stopped for a second it looked bad and And, and and that was right after stafford got hurt and i and i told my dad because i was like oh you think he's gonna go out he could actually be really hurt right now He's not he walking away from this game. Right. He, there's no way. There's no way he would play. And 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 obviously I was rooting for the Rams. You know, like I said all year, I'm giving the Bengals props for, for doing what they're doing. But as a Steelers fan, there's no way I could root for the Bengals, even though I love me some Joe Burrow. Oh, you, oh, yeah. Um, but when he got hurt, I said, no, not like this. I don't want him to get hurt. 
Losing is one thing. I don't want this young man to get hurt. He's too important to the sport. He's too important to the game. And it would have been a, a, a bad omen on the game, especially when we already know that OBJ got hurt. And also, it would have you would have had all these fucking dorks coming out of woodwork saying that's why you should have drafted O line because he got hurt in the Super Bowl, and and, and it's like yeah, okay, whatever. So but, you yeah, had that, and and and, Matthew, and it would have damned Matthew Stafford's moment and Cooper Cup's moment because like, oh well, the Bengals were winning until he got hurt, so yeah. you don't. Well, so no, no excuse. I think he was hurt. I think he is hurt because the the whole game plan after that knee injury or what looked to be a knee injury, they started running it more. Running it better, but that that's like the red herring of the story. The running just started to work for a drive because the Rams weren't running. They had something crazy like 44 yards on 22 attempts. And that was the winning team. Yeah, they could not run for There shit. was not a running game. In they this could game. not run for a shit. Credit to the Bengals defensive line, who have been balling all playoffs. They shut the running game down. And for a moment, it was looking like, uh-oh, Sean McVay, once again, you're supposed to be this offensive genius. But once again, when the running game isn't working, what's going? What's what's what are you going to do? Which and, is also tough because some of those picks they were on Stafford more than McVay. Stafford was being Stafford well, like that. That Brett well, first, Favre gunslinger. Well, he only, well, he, only he only threw for the, the two picks. The first one was on Matt. The other one was on the receiver. Well, well, I mean, that's what I mean though. It wasn't like uh, look at McVay's game plan. The offense was moving. The defense was just making plays. Well, no, I'm, I'm, just about, I'm just talking about strictly in the second half when the Bengals were shutting down their run game. The the Rams' offense looked dead in the mud, and once again, you were looking at Matthew uh, at McVay and saying, "Wait a minute, now you're supposed to be the boy genius, right?" You're supposed to be this offensive guru, but once again, if you can't run the ball and can't run play action, your offense cannot move. And to McVay's credit, to the Rams' credit, this is why you get a Matthew Stafford. Because when the system isn't working, you need a guy that can just make go out and make a play. And that's why I'm so happy for Stafford. I'm so proud of Matthew Stafford because they just said, you know what? I don't care if they're doubling Cooper Cup. We're just gonna we're just gonna force it. I'm just going to make great off you know, no-look passes, uh, accurate dimes to Cooper Cup. He's going to catch it because I know he will. And we're just going to we're just going to force it because it's the last drive of the Super of the Super Bowl anyway. If I'm going to go out, I'd rather throw a pick forcing it to Cooper Cup than continue to throw to no-name guys who can't get open and can't catch the ball. So, 10-yard dimes or behind the line screen passes. That those were the two things Coop was doing. And what you said I keep saying coup. <laughs> uh, what you said, the no-look pass, the fact that he was throwing no-look passes into locations where you can't tell that's where he's going to end up, where, where Cup is going to end up, is ridiculous. Like, when you actually see some of these replays the next day and you have time to process the plays they were making when they needed to make it, there is a real case that – Good for Cup not hating. He, he deserves the MVP. But Stafford could have got this MVP, even with the two interceptions. And, 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 and yeah, I'd be the first one on here saying, look at this QB bias. This motherfucker got two interceptions. <laughs> but it is what it is. Like, the talent was on display. McVay, Stafford, Cup showed the world, offensively speaking, that why they should be considered some of the best in the league, if not the best in the league. You're the champs of the world. You are the best in the league right now, obviously. And the Rams said, fuck them picks, got the players, and made it work. Von Miller was a free agent signing. Odell Beckham was a free agent signing. Odell Beckham is interesting because he's been a game changer for the Rams since he's arrived. But at the same time, some of the credit he's getting because he scored first yesterday at the time of recording because he scored first in, in the Super Bowl is just like, it's exactly the criticism I had for AB because Cup was there this whole year. Like, don't get me wrong. Odell's a giant step up from Jefferson. Not saying that. That's a, goes without saying. But I'm surprised that the amount of love Odell is getting today. I'm not. He was balling in the first half. And you saw the moment he went down, their offense was stagnant because they couldn't run the ball and they were doubling and and triple teaming cup. And they were saying, yo, let these no-name guys beat us. If you're going to beat us, go ahead and let these no-name guys do it. And they couldn't do it. So his impact just by not being on the field was felt because their offense couldn't move the ball to the point where the final drive of the the season – Again, credit to Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. 
They just said, you know, we're the only two playmakers left. It's going to be up to us. We're going to go down swinging our way. They miss Robert Woods, too. Yeah, no Robert Woods who was hurt before Odell even got there. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I I get what you mean, too. I'm not saying don't – I don't know. Hold on. Excuse me. I'm not saying Odell doesn't deserve any props. I'm saying as the Giants fan I am, the Odell defender I've been, I'm shocked the amount of praise he's getting. Because I wouldn't give him this much praise. Like some of the shit me and you have just seen meme-wise, right? I'm just surprised. I really am. I'm not saying it's undeserved. I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying for somebody that's got such consistent hate from the football zeitgeist, right? Because we realized that Cleveland did him dirty, bro. Like, and I, and I don't even want to bring up Cleveland today because it's about the Rams. It's, <laughs> it's about, about the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it's about the Super Bowl. So why the fuck am I bring up Cleveland? My dad, but, my dad was calling the Bengals Cleveland when they were down, and he's like, "I'm gonna call them Cleveland till I see something from them." And then that's when they went on that ta- when we were like, "Oh shit, the Bengals are up in the Super Bowl." When you had that moment, like, Uh-oh, the oh, 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 like, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, and. But but that's what I'm saying. I think he's giving getting the props because we know, especially, and I've said this on, on a pod before, especially in this golden age of wide receivers, his career might have been done. You know what I mean? At the, at the end of the day, when you get booted out of a place like that, and we can point to everything that we want to point to, at the end of the day, he wasn't a highly sought-out commodity because uh, most teams have a, at least two good receivers. So a guy like Odell Beckham, you might have said, well, I don't want the headache. I don't want this. I don't want that. The Rams gave him a chance, and he performed. Nine touchdowns, and I, and I, and I want to say, like, seven games? That's insane. Most people don't have nine touchdowns in a year. It, wasn't, it wasn't like six of those, like, red zone targets. Yeah, like he Which he also, was, take your pick or your poison, because there's some people – this is super football nerd. There's, I know there's some people that think red zone targets are overrated because you're only getting targeted in the red zone, which – I don't get because the red zone targets. Oh, are so, I'm so sorry. I'm only getting targeted when we want to score. You're right. Yeah. When I when I know for a fact I can score, I'm so sorry. I'm getting that's, and then, that's and then the same receiver. If if like what Odell was on the Giants, you're always oh, he's home run or nothing. If he doesn't break out the slant and score, so so you're doing damned if you do, damned if you don't as a wide receiver, unless you're just a beast like a yeah. Megatron or a Julio Jones in their prime, like and you're undeniable, like like a Justin Jefferson this year or a Cooper Cup, like. Yeah, and, not, and not, obviously Cooper Cup was getting all the yards, so he was the. We know he was the number one receiver. Odell was being a great number two receiver. There's nothing wrong with that. It's insane. I heard somebody say, "Ask on one of these fucking sports talk shows the week leading up, right? Because you know they have to ask every stupid question because they have two weeks to to, to to analyze one game." And somebody had the stupid stupid ass question: Can Odell be a number one receiver in the yeah, NFL? That was anymore? first. That was first take. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First take. That dumb shit. What? <laughs> like, hold on, me and you, with some of the conversations we just had as fans. What? <laughs> like, yes, yes. To answer your stupid question. This isn't a segment. This isn't a segment question. That's like going, can Jimmy Garoppolo start in the NFL next year? Yes. Yeah. yes. Well, and, and and what they tried to do is they tried to reframe it. Like, could he be a number one target for a contender? Yeah, and that's that, a different question, but I'm literally very, asking. That's a very yeah, because obviously he could go to Jacksonville right now and be their number one. Obviously, he could go, he could go, but but Ryan Clark made a good point. He would probably be the number one uh uh receiver on the Steelers, he'd probably be the number one wide receiver on the, on the on the Ravens. Are they not contenders? He probably know. he'd probably be the number one wide receiver statistically on the Bucks and on the Chiefs. Yeah, like, like I like, so, like I like Tyreek's well, great, and, and people and people don't realize how wide receivers work. So again, yes, Cooper Cup is getting all the catches, and because people pointed out, well, Odell only had one game for hundred yards. Like, okay, that's great because Cooper Cup is getting the vast majority of the targets. That's what happens when you're a number one receiver. However, the fact that Odell Beckham Jr. made made uh, if you if you really think about it, anytime they need a clutch play, they threw it to Odell. Yeah, he was open. You want a single cover Odell, go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like any any real big third down, Odell got the that's ball. That's what any my, big, my whole any big red zone play, Odell got the ball. Like that's valuable. Bro, this is the same conversation we had and my whole argument with you saying that AB's still great, yada yada yada. When I was saying he wasn't the number one because he was eating and he should eat. Like him being the third fucking option is insane. Which is which is also me pointing out that I do think he would still be a number one if he wasn't an asshole. With Odell, we really do see 
how hamstringed he was, no puns intended for all the injuries going around right now with all the sports we talk about. His, his father should win executive of the year. That oh, wow. No, well, not executive of the year, father of the year. He already won father of the year, but he should win executive of the year. He won the Rams Super Bowl. Like, right. Like, like, like he should be executive of the at year. Least, at least you know I'm consistent. I, I, I gave you shit for saying overstating what I thought was A.B.'s place in, in a Super Bowl run. And at least now I'm being consistent with, with somebody I'm an equal fan of. So, cause I'm like, I'm just sitting here like, damn, y'all switched up quick because if they lost yesterday, the Bengals won, right? All the, the toxicity that they would be pointing in the Rams way right mm-hmm. now today, even if the game, just, to, the to, game be just, fair, but, but to, to be fair though, as they should, you, you spend all that draft capital, you spend all that money. You have, like I said, they had pro bowl, pro, all pros at damn near every position. You should have won the Super Bowl. It's in your house. Remember, they weren't a first. They weren't. They weren't a number one seed. They were a four seed. How, so, and how dope was the halftime show? Yeah, the halftime show was amazing. Like at the end of the day, like the Rams should have won. Like, let's not. Let's. You have probably the greatest defensive player of his generation. Like, I'm sorry, you should have won the Super Bowl. Bob Miller had two sacks. Nobody um, would have felt sorry for you if you didn't win the Super Bowl. You went all in to have a super team in a and in, in a sport where it's really freaking hard to do that. Yes. And you if you would have came up short, especially to the baby Bengals, like that's come on, man. That's that's insane. Von Miller, because you said one of the best players of a generation, it could be Aaron Donald or Von Miller. Von Miller had two sacks and I think two tackles for losses. And uh Aaron Donald had two tackles for losses and two sacks. And that's an insane pass rush in the Super Bowl. When you actually hear that name, those names being called, you're like, holy shit. Like, we're watching a lot of future Hall of Famers on the field at one time, possibly in the Super Bowl, especially when you consider the year that Chase had, Jamar Chase had, especially when you consider the comeback player of the year was on the losing side. Uh, T. Higgins, he, he had one bad drop or missed play with Ramsey because Ramsey's Ramsey, Jalen fucking Ramsey. And then he comes back with that touchdown and, and you just saw the adjustments T Higgins made mentally and on, and, and when he was matching up with Ramsey and you were seeing all this talent on display, like, yeah, it's one of the better Super Bowls. It really is. Like it really is one of the better Super Bowls in recent memory. Def- definitely this side of, of, of the 21st century, it's up there. And, and for me, what I love about, like I said, I've, I've root for Matthew Stafford because for so many years, people have pointed to him as he was getting. I, I'll bring this up all the time. Claude, Claude would always, when, especially when we talk AB versus Megatron, it's like, oh, well, AB had Big Ben and and Calvin Johnson had, had Stafford. I'm like, is that a bad thing? Like, yeah, Stafford's overrated. I'm like, whoa, do you realize like Stafford's like almost top 10 in every statistical category? Yeah, roll with you on that one, Claude. And he, and he wasn't even third, and he wasn't even 32 yet. And this, will, and this is where I'm really happy about this. We don't know what's going to happen to this Rams team. Obviously, they're going to get blown up sooner rather than later. Aaron Donald's already considering retirement. Here's the thing. If Matthew Stafford wins another ring or two, he's going to put himself in a GOAT conversation, which is insane to think about. He, he went from probably the most forgotten quarterback of his generation to when he retires, if they win another ring or two. He would need two more rings to ever even – start sniffing that conversation, right? Because he needs to win another one to match up with just the 04 draft. You know what I mean? Like he needs, a, he needs another one. He needs another one to just get in the conversation with the Mannings, with Big Ben, with John Elway, with Brett Favre. He needs at least one yeah, but, more. But we, yeah, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. He, he needs at least one more. But statistically, his statistics are going to be insane. Oh, yeah. He, he made sure he's Hall of Fame now. He we, 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 we forget we again. I, I will put. I, I believe he's like top ten in everything right now. It's number ten, but he's like top ten in everything right now. And he's only thirty three, guys. Like obviously, he doesn't look like he's past his prime. If he plays another five years, which is totally plausible, his statistics are going to be insane. And if they win another ring or two, when by the time he retires, we're going to sit there and say, "Wait a minute." 
Matthew Stafford should where is he in the poltergeist of all time greats? Poltergeist, zeitgeist, <laughs> zeitgeist of, of all time greats. Boo! <laughs> especially, especially considered the first twelve years of his career, he was stuck in Detroit. So that's what, and I love that for him. Being all he, those ghosts because he's a poltergeist. Like he literally went from fucking Philip Rivers to Aaron Rodgers in a day, and that's beautiful because he deserves that. Yeah. Like, a lot of you remember that commercial where he, where he had like the game of his career. It was a Sunday night game. He's all celebrating. He's about to get Player of the Week, and then it showed Aaron Rodgers uh, taking the field for the Monday night game, and he's just sitting there like, motherfucker. <laughs> like that. That's what the whole perception of him his whole career has been. And now he has how many rings does Aaron Rodgers have? Same. They got the same amount. Damn. Same amount. Here we are. And you know what the difference is? Stafford. Didn't disappear this playoffs. Imagine if the Packers has Matthew Stafford. Oh wow, you starting something. Imagine I'm if the Rams saying. had Aaron Rodgers. Is all I'm saying. I'm just saying that but shit is crazy. It's, it's 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 one of those it's one of those weird things where and again you know how I feel about championships. I think they're way overrated in terms of how we evaluate players because it's a team accomplishment. Again, he went from the worst team in football to. And one of the worst organizations in all of professional sports to a stacked deck, right? So where do you, you know, how do you evaluate? Yeah, but that that, that, that you, but he deserved I, it. But he deserved, and I wish Philip Rivers would have had the opportunity. I really do. Oh my God, he did. He went to the Colts. Yeah, at the end of his career, when he when he was when he couldn't throw the ball anymore. Yeah, I, I wish I wish a Philip Rivers at thirty three would have had a chance to go to a better team and so we could so we could have seen what he could have became because Philip Rivers like Matthew Stafford was one of the best quarterbacks of their generation but they were stuck on bad teams it's just that simple um so I'm really really happy for Stafford we'll see what happens with that Rams team I hope this isn't one and done for him now obviously unless you're playing the Steelers in the Super Bowl then sorry Matt you got your you got your ring but if, you know I, 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 hope that, I hope that he gets hold a on, chance hold on another hold one. on who's your quarterback what Super Bowl are you playing in? You right now. We don't know how we are talking about the Steelers in a Super Bowl. Stop it. Okay, make fun. I I it's sip, yo, sip that Steelers cup and, and as you're sipping and being refreshed with whatever you're drinking, I want you to take a real hard look at your roster and just tell me one thing. Who is your starting quarterback? It's not even free agency yet. I'm not worried about it. Until Ooh. we until we don't have one, I'm not worried about it. Until we don't have one. You don't have one now. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Free agency has not started yet. Nothing. The offseason literally what started. What free agent? What free agent you think you bring it in? We have fifty million dollars in cap space. Okay, what? Who's the guy? I want to know who's like the guy you want to bring. Know. In. Whoever they, whoever they get, we can draft one. We could sign one. We could trade for one. I'm not like tiny I'm, hands. Kenny Pickett. I'm not. I'm not freaking out about our our quarterback. Right I know now. you saw the meme of of Big Ben throwing the ball yes. with his hand on, on the ball. Kenny Pickett's yes. hand on the ball. Like that shit almost not, looks photoshopped. Yeah, it does look Photoshop, and I and I said I'm not a big tiny hands. My thing with Kenny Pickett is I don't. Think <laughs> you he said tiny. I'm not a big tiny hands. Like I'm not a big tiny hands. Oh my god, that's a terrible thing. Like my only thing with Kenny Pickett is I don't know if he has a requisite arm strength. That's what more of what I'm worried about. He has arm talent, but I don't know if he has the arm strength that some of these other guys have. Yeah, you, you're um, worried he's going to be Jalen Hurts. Yeah, maybe, but like you know what I'm saying, I'm not, he, has, he has the arm talent, but he's he's not necessarily heaving thirty yard bombs. Like yeah, so it's just so. I mean, my my biggest thing is I'm not worried about the quarterback situation until I have to worry about because I don't know what they're gonna do. I really don't. And they have a and the good thing is they have a bunch of options. So I'm not you know the off season literally hasn't even been 24 hours yet, right? It's you know what I mean. So I'm, anybody freaking out about a quarterback right now, like. You know, just relax, guys. It's, you know, they're all see like let let the confetti they start cleaning up. They're still cleaning confetti at SoFi. So like, you know, let's just chill and, and figure. You're the figure one out. facing you. You brought yourself into the conversation when you said maybe we'll stop them in the Super Bowl. And I was like, I heard it. it was like, Wait. no, no, that's not that's not what I said. I said I hope Matthew Stafford gets another opportunity to win it, unless it's against my team. Then it's like, hey, brother, you got yours. You ain't got to worry about it. All I'm saying, but. <laughs> okay, you you might eat your, I, ladies and gentlemen. I almost almost for Charles to say I hope we're in Super Bowl like two three years from now, so he could just get so fucking pissed. Is like, Mike Jones your coach? Coach? I wouldn't be pissed. Yeah. I wouldn't be pissed if, if the Giants you hate still, on my team. 
I hate on you, face. Still different. If the Giants are still looking for a quarterback, and yet we found a guy in the Super Bowl, Charles we found a guy. Huh? And Charles is going to be so pissed. Steelers <laughs> fans so- have yet to realize, like y'all just ain't finding quarterbacks. You're not. It's a hard. It's a hard process. I'm. I. But that's why I'm okay with not going all out this year if there's not a guy. If there's not a guy, get a bridge quarterback. Build your O line. Get your defense together. If you got to move up in a draft one year, go ahead and do it. That's that's always been my thing. Don't don't stress out just trying to get a guy just to get a guy. That that's stupid. That's how you get in trouble. That's how you get in trouble. Like seriously. Like well, we'll um, see. You know, we'll see. So we always talk. We talk about this game. We talked about where it could be in the in you know history books of great games. So I want to know to you, what are your top five Super Bowls of all time? This is off the top of the head. Top of the head, you know how we do. We BS at work here. So top so of the head. My favorite that come to my head and is obviously uh, 42 is up there. Beat the undefeated Patriots. I love that game. I was I remember vividly because I also rewatched it a million times at MetLife for the Super Bowl celebration uh, at draft day. I, me and my sister went, and it was a lot of fun. So that game is number one for me personally. Then when I start thinking about great Super Bowls, um, the the Seahawks Pats is up there. There's not less of an order. It's not really an order. Seahawks Pats is up there. Um, I'm trying to remember because most of them are going to take place with the Pats, right? Well, here's the thing. It's important that we get the order right. So name your five and then go ahead and try to put them in order because that's really where the controversy comes Where when we talk about Super Bowls. And it's like, how could you put this game over that? Game? Right. So, so 46 Giants-Pats, the Seahawks-Pats one where they should have ran the ball. Um, I, I really liked uh, Green Bay – the, and, and the Broncos back in the 90s, El- Elway and Favre. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this one because this is, again, my personal one. It's always stuck in my head. Um, was um, the, the one, the curtain was a Rams Pats, not Rams Pats, the one the Rams won, the Titans, the Rams Titans one. Those Titans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that would be my five Gi- Giants, Pats, Seahawks, Pats. Broncos, Packers, Rams, Titans, and then shit, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember. All so, oh, yours, yours, yours. The Steelers, Cardinals. I knew I'm forgetting one. Steelers, okay. Cardinals. Well, well, hold on. So, do you have both Giants, Packers? I mean, Giants, pa- Patriots, or just one? I I, I have just one because I, I also haven't. Re- I've rewatched the the, the the second one. I do think it's a really good game that you can rewatch. But I'm also trying to re- do the ones I haven't rewatched as much, but have stuck in my memory. Because that also means it, I, okay. it was, you know, the whole experience I remember. So the second Giants one, I like that run a lot more. Like, mm-hmm. I'll talk about the whole run. If we're talking favorite, like, eras, th- that one kind of beats it out. We're talking single games, though. Yeah, we're talking about single games. Like, yeah. like b- my bias is in the second one. 46 with Victor Cruz scoring the touchdown. Uh, you know, the jersey walk-on. Like, come on, man. So, so if I had to take one out, it'd probably be one of the older ones. I haven't rewatched uh, Rams Titans in forever, but like that shit was amazing when I watched it. How am I not going to put it on there? Like yeah. if I if I have both the Giants ones in there, everyone and their mom knows I love those games. I don't got to say it. So yeah, I got you. Okay, so top of my head, in no particular order right now, I'll try to reshuffle them. You know, in my mind, um, Steelers, Steelers, Cardinals, obviously. Um, I hate to say it, even though we lost it, Steelers Packers was really good. That was a really good game. I wish it had a better ending, obviously, but that was a that was a really good game. It still pisses me off because that was the greatest game I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers play. And as great as his career has been, as great moments as he has had, I still don't think he's ever played as well as he played in that Super Bowl. So that pisses me off that we got the best of the best of Aaron Rodgers. But it was a great game. Um. Patriots, Seahawks, for sure. I mean, my God, that ending. We forget about the Javon Curse catch that led up to the goal line where they should have ran the ball. And even that, the politics behind that, why they didn't run the ball, like the controversy, the egos involved. It's like, you screw. And the fact that the Seahawks have not been to a, haven't even sniffed a Super Bowl since. 
Um, that was the end of an era. The Legion of Boom ended. Yeah. So, so that's up. You know there. what's fucked up? I almost said Broncos Seahawks, even though I know it's not a good game. That's the one of my favorites, just because the Legion of Boom shutting down a legendary offense like that at MetLife. Like the Legion of Boom is one of my favorite teams that ever existed. That mm-hmm. defense was special to me. I'm a Richard Sherman fan forever. And and you know, you're a hater, you're an NFC West fan if you hate Russell Wilson. So I was about to say that, but I was like, I don't need people reminding me how boring the game was because I enjoyed it in my own way. You know what I mean? Listen, listen, I know you like defense. That game was horrible. Yeah, but I'm saying as a fan, I like I, I think a lot of people consider that top five worst. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. A hundred percent. Okay, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. So I, I have. Oh, you forgot uh, Panthers Broncos. Yeah, please. Top five. Oh, order. oh, my bad. Panthers Pats. That was a decent game. That was a really good game. I wanted to say that, Panthers that Broncos. Was, that was a, that was a good game. Um, that's top five just for the halftime show alone. If we're, if we're being honest, three the two. Three <laughs> the two. People ask me how why I became a Panthers fan. I said, did you see the Super Bowl? <laughs> like, um. Anybody, any team that delivers me Janet Jackson, you got to root for them. Miss Jackson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I got, I got, what I say, Steelers, Steelers, Cardinals, Steelers, Packers, uh, Patriots, Seahawks, even though I hate that game. I hate, I hate the fact that the Patriots won. I would say Patriots, Falcons, but that game was so boring. Until that, the that game wasn't that good of a game. I, I thought oh. of that too, but that really wasn't that good of a game. That was just an all time comeback. Yeah. It was what, I, here's how boring that game was. I started rooting for the Patriots to score just so we can have a game. And then it was one of those, okay, cool, y'all can stop scoring. And it was like, oh, damn, they're not stopping. Wait, you wanted the Falcons to win and not the Patriots? I hate the Patriots. Why would I root for the Patriots? Well, no Panthers fan would ever root for the Falcons, so. No, yeah, yeah, cool. You're right. But you're right. But the point of I hate the. You know, I hate the Patriots above all else. I rooted. That's why what, you're a Steelers fan. No, wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just hold on. being honest. This, no, no, wait, wait. Hold you got to get to the root of your emotions. Real talk. Real talk. Do you do you realize? And I think I've told you before. The reason why I can't stand Giants fans is because I rooted for y'all against the Patriots twice, knowing that if y'all won those fucking Super Bowls, I would have to hear that for the rest of my goddamn life. And I said back then, I'll take it. Now that the, Steel- now that the Patriots still won six Super Bowls, now I wish I could take it back and just have the Patriots win because they already completed – they're already the greatest team ever. So now I don't, even, I don't even get the luxury of saying, yeah, go ahead and annoy me for the rest of my life. The Patriots don't have six. They have six. So fuck y'all all, all, all together. They would have more um, if it wasn't for the NFC East and never forget that. True. Oh, Eagles Patriots. I thought about I thought about it, but it really wasn't that good of a game. Like the Eagles won. Like they had a they, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like that close. We just we just was like, oh well, Tom Brady's came back in the Super Bowl before. If you go back and rewatch it, it really isn't as close as it felt at certain points. Right. Especially since it's weird because Tom Brady had 500 yards. So you would think the Patriots did more, but they didn't. You're right. Um, Like, 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 don't get me wrong. I I hate the Eagles, but they are that that is a top 10 Super Bowl. Philly Philly is a, is a top five play. Yeah, because it was. Uh, and, and, and so also here's the age difference. Right. I will, I'm not old enough to vividly remember. McNabb Pukin. No, no. Broncos, Packers um, and even the Falcons, Broncos games, stuff like that. Those late 90s games. I was in elementary school. I think it was in the first, second grade. And that's, and that's why, I hold, you know, so to let everybody know my own psyche, why I mentioned a couple of those late 90s ones. One of the first games I remember watching with my dad was the Packers-Pats Super Bowl. And my dad was rooting for the Pats because of, uh, you know, Big Fish was, was their coach. And the tuna, uh, um, Bill Parcells. And I, that's one of my earliest football memories. So a lot of some of my favorite Super Bowls, ironically, include John Elway. Ironically, include uh, Brett Favre. The other ones that I really like, you know, in another world, I'm a Rams fan because Kurt Warner is one of my favorite quarterbacks right now. Like, like I think when we did our top 10 quarterbacks, I had Kurt Warner on there and you were just kind of like, is this like a Giants bias? And I was like, no. Like, he had a great career. He really has an amazing story. I'm never going to watch that movie that came out. But – he is one of my favorite quarterbacks. So I re- barely remember it. Rams yeah, Titans is amazing. <clears throat> Everyone forgets. Yeah, Rams Titans is the first, Rams remember, is the first Super Bowl I remember. 
So and I was in second grade. Rams okay. Titans is the first one you remember. So you don't really remember how everyone thought the greatest show on turf was going to be a dynasty. No, no, I remember that. I remember that. Um, that's why when the Patriots beat them, it was such a big deal. But that's what I'm saying. Rams Titans, I think, is the first Super Bowl I remember watching and remembering. Um, so I probably will put that on there too. That's four. Um, and then five. I think it would have been a better game if the lights didn't go out for 30 minutes. Uh, but nine, but Niners Ravens was a pretty good one. Um, we had so we had so many hit or miss Super Bowls in this in this century. Uh, well, yeah, but also you're right. That I thought about Ravens Niners, and that could definitely be up there. The 30 minute delay just killed it for me, and I remember I got away from the game where I was. It was like I was at a bigger Super Bowl party. The only Super Bowls I remember and that I I really disliked besides for rivalry reasons, obviously, um, was Colt Saints is up there for ones I don't like. Like, I just remember in real time just thinking, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Like, that's another one. Uh, Saints is hard. Saints Colts was – you know what? That might be top five for me. Saints Colts because I didn't have a rooting interest in either one. Um, Colts Bears was god awful, but did but, you say you know, Steelers cards? You did say that, right? I did say that. that was the first one I said. Yeah, good. That's that's yeah, maybe that's, maybe maybe that's the I I and I know I'm being biased. There's no way I could put one of the Patriots Giants games because I hated both teams. So there's Here, you're 100 being biased. It's 42 should be in your top five. You've hated on that game and exposed your biases completely because you said that wasn't a good, that game. good of a game. I'm sorry, it was. It really was. Okay. 40, okay, so how was 40, how many catches? Huh? 46, okay, 46 was a better game than 42 to me. And 46 is a better game than, than Colts uh Saints. Like, I don't think that's an I don't think that's an argument. I think the Giants Pat Super Bowl. If you don't think the first one's that good, the second one is. And yeah, that one should the be one, top five. the second one is very good. Again, I'm not gonna put it in my top five because Why? I hated both teams. Because I hated both that teams. Is, that's wish, Fugazi. That's a Fugazi. I, I wish I wish they just canceled it. <laughs> that's, that's such a Fugazi reason. You're such a hater. Look how much you, you are a hater. This is how much of an Eli hater you are that you refuse it's to your fault. It's, but it's your fault. That's that's why I want y'all to understand. My fault. I, I would not hate the Giants if I didn't grow up with Giants fans like you. Like, you guys got had a whole bitch fit about a meme. What is Eli? Put picture there. Hold on. As if I, I said the whole meme was BS. It, it shows just so everyone knows. It was It's that meme where you see uh, Stafford and Beckham, like, up on, on, on the stage, and it's uh, Eli, Jarvis Landry, and Megatron watching. And I said the whole meme was bullshit. Brett's full of shit right now. I said the whole thing is just petty salt for no reason. And he starts going off on Giants fans. Like, I didn't say Megatron first. Like, that makes no sense to me. The whole meme is stupid. Like, why is Jarvis Landry on there? Like, why, why, why the hell is Eli there when Eli wasn't even Odell's quarterback the last three effing years? Because Eli When was did Megatron leader. retire? Like, it is such – it's one of those things where we're not even celebrating those two dudes. If, we're, if we are, what the fuck is Eli there for? What is Megatron there for? They, they, they weren't like hindrances to Stafford or Odell. Odell's best seasons are with Eli, period. His mm-hmm. best seasons in his career are with Eli. Stafford's best season up until this season were with Megatron. What the hell are what the hell is it? And now you're doing the, the violin, even because I'm making so much sense. Like that, like, oh my God, look at your best seasons, guys. Ha ha ha. Yeah, you, you're better not- now. Because Eli's not the reason Odell was gone. You're right. Okay, so just Mr. Rings don't count that much. Stafford's best season was this year? No, I'm just saying. No, I'm asking you because rings, 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 no, rings don't count. Rings don't count. Rings don't count. You, just, you said it on this podcast. You. you said it on this podcast that rings yes. don't count. When was, don't what, count. what was Odell's best season? With the Giants. We know that. No, no, no. Which What year? What, was, what, what are oh, Odell's wait. top three seasons? And with the Giants, we. I oh, okay. I explained to you. Hold on, hold on. I explained to you in the chat the whole purpose of the meeting. I said you guys are overthinking this. What's the What's the whole purpose of the meeting? Explain for the, the pod. whole. The whole. Explain for the pod with your Giants hating ass. What the purpose of the pod or the, the meme was? If you will, I will say I will. The oh, whole purpose right. of that meme was just to 
relay the, the 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 negative narrative that were going on with both of those players. Oh, they couldn't win. He couldn't win with Eli. Oh, Stafford couldn't win with Megatron. Oh, Odell couldn't win even though he had Jarvis Landry as his as his running mate. That was the whole point of the meme. It's just that simple. And like, oh, but why is but why is Megatron on there? Why? I just explained to you why they're on there. Those are the three big. Now, granted. Would it have made more sense to have Baker Mayfield than Jarvis Landry? Yes, but that's the only. But that's the only thing to me that didn't make sense. The no, rest of it I, made sense. I don't sense think because, Eli made sense either because that was some of like as a Giants fan in real time. You know, I wasn't blaming Eli and Odell for all the Giants woes back then. So to me, you weren't just because no, you I know weren't. I understand that, but but, I, but, but I, there's national also a, narrative. The national yeah, but narrative. national narratives can be fugazi at times, and me and you both know that because but that's, that's the whole point of the national viral meme. That's what I'm trying to get y'all to understand. You're putting personal bias on a viral national or international meme. That's what I'm trying really, to get y'all to national. That, that's well, yeah, because football football is not global. But like like only only NFL fans really right, really believe the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, you're right. National. But that's my point. You're y'all were putting your bias spin on a viral. I'm not meme. putting my bias spin on it. I'm saying just I think it's a bullshit meme. I didn't say like, oh, I can't believe this is getting circulated. That's not what I was coming at it. Like you guys are saying it didn't make sense. I'm like, it does make sense. Like if you know what I can, the narrative I, man, I guess I guess if you completely bought into a narrative that Giants fans, because like you know, you're telling me focus on a national narrative, which is actually harder in this case because it's quite frankly, a Giants narrative that went national. You know what I mean? So I only know locally. I know I'm saying I only know locally. Me and you listen to the radio. Like, you can't tell me that it was unanimous among Giants fans that it was Eli and Odell that were the problem. Like, that wasn't a thing. That wasn't – so – but oh, but we also know that Odell. Part of the reason why he got traded is because apparently there was a beef between him and Eli, like that allegedly, right? I think it was allegedly a hundred percent because I we never saw it. And again, also the bias in me is we're giving a lot of fucking passes to a terrible GM that made moves. You know what I mean? Like uh, that has nothing to do with it. Not, first of all, I don't want to. Spent with some of his meme because it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Point of matter. We oh, no, but I'm also, but you also got to realize I'm coming from it like you can't even give these dudes their roses for what they did this year. What the fuck is Jarvis Landry getting brought up? We're, we're like, in America. You know, you can't just give roses. You got to also poke people with his thorns. You know how this works. If the if the Nets win this, the, the finals, we're going to give everybody their flowers, but we're also going to look at James Harden and say, ha, ha, ha. If the Sixers I win, don't like. I don't like you accurately pointing out where I'll be petty in the future. I don't, hold on. If the, I don't and like if the six, And if the Sixers won't be the same thing, it'll be good for James Harden, good for Joel Embiid. Ha, ha, ha. Look at, look at you idiots in Brooklyn. That's just how this works. We're evil people. We don't we – can't, we can't give praise without also hating on somebody else. It's just not in our DNA. That's oh, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because I'm so used to bat. I'm so used to change, uh, compartmentalizing and I'm not as used to it in football outside of our personal bubbles, because like Giants and Steelers, we've been talking shit to each other. And, 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 that's, and that's why earlier, that's why that's why earlier I said I don't even want to bring up Cleveland because it's not about that. It's about praising and celebrating Odell's. Go, you know, going through what he went through and winning a ring, right? I don't even want to bring up Cleveland right now because that's not fair. It's about it should be just the positives about Odell and the Rams, but that's what so, we so do real quick, real quick, because we got away from it for a second. We named off our quick top five Super Bowls the day after this one, but I, I just realized we're kind of not focusing any on the Bengals either. So I think it would be interesting because everyone's going to be talking about the Rams like we just did with this meme that went viral, but you can't even just celebrate these dudes. Odell has an injury now, which is going to complicate things going further. You said this is the first day of the offseason, so not about the draft, not about free agency. But if you're a Bengals fan, as much as yesterday hurts, and it still hurts right now. And I've told all my Bengals friends. Oh, no, not even be proud. Y'all should be hype because barring injury, like anybody else, barring injury, y'all should be here for the foreseeable future. I'm I mean, saying, yo, this core is saying that all the, well, th- that's the scary thing. That's like the ultimate jinx in sports, right? We say that all the time, but you never know, right? Yeah, I know. I, but the last thing we said this about was the Chiefs and the Chiefs, the AFC is just deep. The Chiefs are and still, and, and even the Chiefs have only won one ring. 
Yeah, but I'm saying every year in the AFC for the foreseeable future with a healthy Joe Burrow, with a healthy Jamar Chase, with a healthy T. Higgins, with a healthy Joe Mixon, they should be contending in the AFC. Oh, contending, yes. Yeah, I'm saying yes. we should. Yeah. Like, if we see them in two of the next five Super Bowls, no one's going to be shocked. Yeah, oh, oh, of course. But again, it's a, that's a gauntlet in that AFC, boy. That is a and now, yo, you know, you know, think, go to think about how and think about how different life would have been if Buffalo wins a coin flip, right? Yeah. If Buffalo, if Buffalo gets the ball and they go down the field and score, and then Cincinnati has to go to Buffalo, that might be a totally different. You're right. You're right. Might be a totally different Super Bowl. And so, also, and also now, not only is Buffalo a tough place to play. But who wants to go into Cincy next season? I don't like you're, you're in the playoffs. Right. You're absolutely right. And Cincy, and that's what I'm saying. If you're a Bengals fan, you should be so proud for nothing else. This team grew up in front of our eyes, right? They were inconsistent all year. But yeah, I'm gonna say it again. Not only did they beat the Ravens twice, they blew them out twice. Not only did they beat the Steelers twice, they blew them out twice. They came back at home against Kansas City to clinch the division. They came back again against Kansas City in Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl. So all the little – so, you know, we did a pod about the Cardinals before, and I said, hey, Cardinals fans, relax. These are just the baby steps you're supposed to take. The Bengals went, ripped the Band-Aid off and went right through it. These were baby steps you're supposed to take. Okay, let's see if we could – you know, be competitive in our division. Okay, now let's see if we can win our division. Okay, now let's see if we can beat some of the better teams in the conference. Okay, now let's see if we can beat them on the road in the playoffs. They did all of that mm-hmm. in one year. So if you're a Bengals fan, you should be proud. You should be extremely excited. But now here's, to be fair too now, next year you're the hunted, not the hunters. You're not going to sneak up on anybody. No, you got. You also got to fix the O-line, but also get some O-line. props to those backups, dude. If They had two backups on that O-line, and those backups got to the Super Bowl. Like, that's amazing. That's some of the shit that we were saying six weeks ago when I was ripping the Giants GM because everybody's hurt. Everybody got backups in. Not everybody's backups are this bad, and the Bengals proved that in spades. Um, so, so that, you know, super props to the Bengals, man, that – Bengals fans be proud. You Kurt Warner made a good point too, because Stephen A said the same thing. I said, if you're the Bengals, you have no pressure. You know, it's house money. And Kurt Warner said, no offense, dude. You sound like somebody who never played in the Super Bowl. You're not guaranteed to get back here. There is pressure to win that game. And you're right. And he and when he said that, I said, like, no, you're absolutely right. We're assuming that this is the first of many trips for the Bengals. Again, we just talked about the Legion of Boom, right? They were supposed to be the next dynasty. They have one. They got one, they went to two, didn't win the second one, never been back. Aaron Rodgers, when, when he beat the Steelers, I thought to myself, yo, this dude is going to win six rings by himself. That's how good this guy is. If they're healthy, they will be in the, they will be in the Super Bowl every year. They have not gotten back to one yet. The Steelers, I thought would be back, haven't got back to one yet. And now Ben Roethlisberger is retired. And to your point, until we have a quarterback, we don't have a quarterback, right? So who knows? And, and – God forbid. Until you have a quarterback, you you don't win your division, let alone to get to think about a Super Bowl because you're right. So, and, and and Lord knows, you know, it's not guaranteed. To your point, franchise quarterbacks don't just fall off a tree. So who knows when you'll get another one? So the point of the matter is, if you're a Bengals fan, I understand the disappointment, and I understand like, yo, we might not ever get back here, but I still would say be positive, be proud of your team because this is. A team that, to your point, if they stay healthy, and obviously it's football, so that's a big if, they will at least be in the contention every single year. And you got to be happy about that, especially if you're a Bengals fan. You have to be happy about that. You guys should be super proud. Like I said, I'm a Steelers fan. I have nothing but love and respect for the Bengals. They did it the right way. This was a young coach. This was a young team that just said, fuck it. Our time is now. We don't give a fuck about the old guard. Here we are. And especially if you... And I hate to say it because he's a black man, but especially if you see the Marvin Lewis Bengals compared to this one, although it is ironic, it is ironic that penalties are the ones that kind of killed the Bengals, especially a bad, especially a couple of uh, sports, uh, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties that were just egregious. I said, oh, damn, the Marvin Lewis culture is still in there somewhere. You know, you got a guy not even playing, running onto the field and shit like that. I mean, that one, like, that one was so early in the game, it's forgettable. The couple of the calls at the end were damn near egregious. Like, yeah. let them play at that point. You've been letting them play the whole game. You know what I mean? Like, to be fair, that one against Cooper Cup, the first one that they threw, I thought they should have thrown one to play before and they didn't. So to me, I thought that was a makeup call. Still, um, man, like, like, 
you fucked up and missed the face mask that let the Bengals score. And every like, Saints fan, and every Saints fan was probably like, karma, karma. <laughs> uh, I'm sure every Saints fan hoped that that was the game winning touchdown right there. Like, yeah, redemption, and it was not. So unfortunately, but yeah, if you're a Bengals fan, you you got to be super proud. Joe Burrow, hats off to you, man. You really are that dude. Um, and if they draft some O-line help, my Lord. My yeah, they, they got to worry about a Super Bowl hangover and health like everyone else. But mm-hmm. you have nothing to really worry about. And the, right now, the North looks like it goes between Baltimore and Cincinnati. Yep. Because so, if Baltimore uh, comes back healthy, they're a threat. Yeah, unless, unless, I mean, look, if the Steelers get an O-line and a quarterback, don't slip on us either. Um, all right, before we go, top five plays now. Let's go. Top, top of your head. Damn. Damn. Top five Super Bowl plays. Let's go. Come on, man. That's what we do. It's Super Bowl Monday. It should be. By the way, why the fuck is that not a federal, a national oh, holiday? Like, come on. So, helmet catch. Eli's th- helmet catch. Eli's throw to Manningham. Um, Sam Super Bowl. Like, 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 because you know how you start thinking about all playoffs. So Super Bowl. The Rams Titans one yard stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the San Antonio Holmes catch. And I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of everything. There's so many different effing plays. You're, you're going to be surprised by my five. All right, I only got one more, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go with. Damn, yo, I'm old. There's a lot of. There's a lot in here. <laughs> uh, huh. I, I I don't know. You go. I don't know what the, I don't know what my fifth one would be. So, so, all right, here we go. Ready? Number one, I'm going to do it in order. I'm going to do it in order. Number one is the helmet catch. I don't care if how much you hate. I don't care how much you hate this, the Giants, Eli, whatever. That's the greatest play in NFL. It's not, not just Super Bowl history. It's one of the top five NFL history plays. Like It's just that good. It's an improbable play that would never happen again if you've replayed it a, a thousand times. Um, it's just that, and and history. Let's be real. History was on the line. That's what it took to stop the unbeaten Patriots, right? Uh, uh, if it's a play that, if it was a movie, we oh, uh, what was it Flacco's bomb to uh, Jacoby Jones in, in in the in the blackout game? Didn't he have like, mm-hmm. I, I, if I'm remembering correctly, he had some insane bomb to him at some point that just that sticks out of my uh, head. I know he did against the Broncos on the Super Bowl on the Super Bowl run. I, he did have three in that same in that round. I don't remember if it happened in the Super It might have been in the game before, but at least you remember at least you have a vague recollection of what I'm talking about. That's no, literally him throwing it to Jacoby Jones was the, was the only reason why because because real talk if I if we're doing if I'm doing my honest top five plays they're all coming from the two giant Super Bowls and three of them are hits on Tom Brady. Just being 100% honest with you guys. Like, I, I the safety could be in my top five. I can't remember my D lineman's name, and it escapes me at this very moment, but in Super Bowl 42, Tom Brady got speared to the helmet, to the, 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 the chest hole, and just speared. And it's one of my favorite tackles. And it also made me a Tom Brady fan, because the way he got up and looked pissed off, and then how he kept responding, I was like, oh, he ain't a bitch. And so I've been a fan since 07 for, of Tom of Tom Brady because I watched him get his ass beat. And, he, and, and everyone's like, that's why he lost. Yeah, he's, he's still alive, guys. You didn't kill the Terminator. Like, and, and he still he won like how many afterwards? Yeah, like, like people thought that was his death. <laughs> um, so, yeah, helmet catch is number one. Uh, that's that's that place. Antonio Holmes just said number two. No, number two, James Harrison, 90, 100-yard. Uh, interception return. That that, that that let that be my at the fifth. End of the half. At let the me let that, that be my fifth because I actually remember screaming when and saying go go when that happened. So that would be my fifth. If I'm being Again, honest, it's okay. it's spur of the moment. Literally the end of halftime that changed the whole dynamic of the game. Uh, and especially the story behind it, the fact that Mike Tomlin again, people that think Mike Tomlin's not a good coach, all week. Leading up to the Super Bowl, he was watching film and he was saying, guys, we're doing a terrible job of blocking after we get turnovers. If we block better, we can start scoring. And the fact that they like did that and they said they remember that when he intercepted the ball and that's what allowed him to score. The fact that you had Larry Fitzgerald almost hawk him down and he scored by just by inches. Like that's a that that is an all time play. That's number two. Number three is the San Antonio catch. 
that might have been not just the catch, but that might have been the greatest throw Ben Roethlisberger has ever made. As, as good as Ben Roethlisberger is, he's never been considered the most accurate quarterback or whatever. That was a freaking dime. And he even thought when he, he even said like when he threw it, he thought it was an interception. Like he was afraid that he just threw a pick. But the fact that he threaded through two people and San Antonio Holmes caught, caught in the corner of the end zone for the game winner, fantastic. That's number three. Number four, Malcolm Butler intercepting Russell Wilson. As much as I hate that play, again, you have to admit that is an ins- that is an insane walk off. I'm still annoyed by it. I can't say, put it in my top five because it still annoys me. Yeah, it's annoying. It's annoying. But if I'm being, if I'm going to be unbiased, that is an insane play, and that's a play that we will remember for the rest of time. We will be 99 years old with dementia. Like, remember that time they should have ran the ball and that stupid Malcolm Butler? Like, that's that's number four. That's number four. Um, is number five like some Musha Muhammad play from that Super Bowl? No. Number five, uh, I will also say number five is Titans-Rams getting stopped at the, at the one-yard line. That's an amazing play. So it's funny. You said, oh, I don't like defense. Don't like defense. I have three of my top five plays are defensive. Are defensive Anyone plays. that listens to this pod knows how petty you are and how, pur- how purposeful that's top five in the placement of us. No, <laughs> you, no, are, no. you are Machiavellian when it comes to your pettiness, sir. <laughs> your whole, this whole point, this whole point of the top five plays, now I get it, was for you to go, uh-huh, I don't appreciate defense in the Super Bowl, eh? Well, I'll say my top five favorite plays. Well, listen, because, because I, again, I, and I've always told you, there's a difference between good defense and terrible offense. If I'm seeing a bunch of three and outs and a bunch of punts, that's, not, that's boring to me. If I'm seeing people getting sacked, great breakups, Interceptions, fumble. That's good. Yo, the D line play in Super Bowl, the Super Bowl yesterday, was amazing. Was great. Like that's that was one of my favorite defensive performances. Honestly, Aaron, it's just weird because it was just a weird play. If I'll put you this way, if the Bengals were closer to the red zone, I think the Aaron Donald third and one stop would be a top five. And then yeah, and then sack, And and then the sack basically well yeah you know what i mean i'm sorry if you saw the game yesterday you know it wasn't a sack it was a sack though like because because i had to explain to my mom again casual viewer why he threw it away and i was like he was going down regardless she's like what do you mean he was going down i'm like it happened that fast he was going down see that big ass honey bear that that just tackled him yeah just threw it though didn't just tackle him spun his ass around like yeah, he ain't a full he, grown two hundred pounds. That's how good Joe Burrow is. He still almost completed that. I really thought he was going to complete that. But um, so even that play that would be in our top five plays. If that that play happened and they went on to win the game, oh be- for sure. <laughs> Come on. Sorry, 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 Titans, Rams. You're you're out of there. Um, yo, yo. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you say, oh, you know, I'm like, bro, I'm a Steelers fan. I love defense. But there's a difference between great defense. And teams just looking pathetic on offense. I'm sorry, that's not good. That's not good sports. And, I, and that's any sport, right? There's a difference between great defense and, and teams that's missing shots in basketball. Like that. That's what I mean by boring game. If there's just no action going on and it's just teams just not making good decisions and penalties and overthrows and all this other bullshit, that's boring to me. Well, damn! It sounds like we did like the Super Bowl yesterday. Like at least we had. Been- me and you were worried because it was like uh, one of, like the Rams Pat Super Bowl again. That one sucked. You know that what I mean? Like sucked. that one. That one. That sucked. one. Sucked. I don't care what. I don't care if you're a defensive enthusiast. That one sucked. No, the only reason me and you had any type of joy was the amount of Rutgers dudes that were shining in that game. Right. Exactly. Like, that's the only thing, and it was it's such a local bias for ours that it. Yeah, that I, I remember falling count. asleep during that Super Bowl. That's how bad that Super Bowl was. Um, I remember so, every guy I was with at at some point. We just got distracted, and we—and that's how boring that game was. That a yeah. Super Bowl party completely uh, got distracted from the game. Yeah, so it's a you know you know he makes fun of me all the time. Oh, you don't like defense? I'm like, no, there's a difference. I I do. I'm a Steelers fan. I appreciate great defense. There's a difference between great defense and you know just bad offense. Yeah. Um, and so when I was thinking about my top five, when I really thought about like no like. There's been some great defensive plays, which is why a helmet catch is so big, right? Which is why even that Javon Curse catch, that probably would have been a top five play if they won the Super Bowl, right? But instead of Malcolm Butler 
interception. Oh, and, um, and Julio, that's why when you said top five plays, it's harder because I haven't rewatched everything. I remember Julia, and, the, the, Falcon, the Falcons one. The Falcons one, Julio Jones had a couple plays in, in that. Fantastic. That catch that he made on the sideline that we thought was a game clincher, and then these idiots didn't run. Like, what? guys, when you're playing the Patriots, run the fucking ball. Like, just run the ball. <laughs> um, Julio Jones, that, to, that toe-tap catch on the sideline was insane. The Julian Edelman catch was was, was inches off the ground was insane. Um, yeah, again, those are probably top ten plays, but top yeah. five, and that's why I said top five because I feel like everybody's top ten might be a little bit more similar. We're, we're, uh, you also wanted to completely bias, so that's why we said top five, whatever your top five is, and also it's good because if we remember it, that kind of says how memorable and great the play was. The only one that I left off my plays was that is, I was Julio Jones because I haven't watched it in enough time. Holy shit, my cat. <laughs> Here, come on. We're about to yeah, sign off. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's insane to me how many great and, – and, hell, there were some really good plays last night in the game. Like I said, Aaron Donald, to me, the, those plays that he made, especially when he was so hyped, right? Like, you just knew he was going to make a play. When and he started pointing to the ring. And he was getting the crowd hyped, and he's like, no, 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 we're going to do this. The fact that they had him in check all game, and then that idiot, once again, Bengals, mental mistakes, the Bengals fan that just pushed him because he knocked Joe Burrow out of bounds. When it was a legal play, Joe Burrow was still in bounds. He knocked him out of bounds. The Bengals started fighting him and stuff, and that just got him going. I'm like, you guys are idiots. You literally you motivated the, the biggest dude on their defense. You literally poked the bear. Literally, you literally poked the bear. And lit- no, you literally fucked up. <laughs> you know, fucked up. It, it was, it, it was, it was that. It's that when you're smoking a cigar, like you know, you're fucked up, right? Yeah, you know, ex- 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 exactly. And he just went beast mode ever since then. Um, so again, I, I love great defense, and he's from Pittsburgh. So congrats to him. Um, I hope he doesn't retire, man. Like, I know he's considering it. He, his kids were there last night. He has some beautiful kids. I'm sure he's like, well, I've done everything I wanted to do. With three, maybe even a four-time defensive player, although you shouldn't have won the last year. I'm sorry. TJ should have at least two right now. Um, well, but I hope he doesn't retire. We'll have time, bro, because if he retires, it'll be within the next couple of weeks, most likely. Yeah. So but I'm going to we'll find you. You can find me at Never For Brett Me. That's N-E-V-A underscore the number four B-R-E-T-T underscore M-E on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, Sasha girl. And we are at the underscore dope blog on Instagram at the dope blog. All one word on Twitter. www.thedope.blog for all of our podcasts and stuff. And this is Sasha. Say something good. And if you're and if you're on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe, and join us next time as we continue to discuss other people's excellence. Congratulations once again to the Rams. Although Cronky, you're still an, you're still an asshole. Watching Robert, that was another thing. Watching Roger Goodell have to give the trophy to Cronky was so awkward. Oh yeah, so fuck Stan Cronky. Go go Arsenal. <laughs> it's like you, know, you almost cost us billions of dollars, but here you go, brother. <laughs> asshole. Peace. I'm ill, I'm ill, sicker than your average. I'm ill, I'm ill, sicker than your average. What the fuck I'm ill, what the fuck I'm ill, sicker than your average.